Hey everyone, Beth Barani here. Welcome back or welcome to How to Write the Future podcast. I am here to support writers, science fiction and fantasy writers who want to write positive, optimistic futures because I believe that when we vision what is possible, we help make it so. I myself am a novelist, a science fiction and fantasy novelist, a writing teacher and a coach, and a burgeoning filmmaker. Yes, that is true too. More on that in some other episode. So when I was casting about for a new project about seven years ago, is that right? Yeah, seven years ago, I was toying about going back to my contemporary set paranormal romances with action adventure and suspense or start something completely new. And I had an idea that came directly from a dream where a woman was dressed uh, like a, for a cocktail party and she was at an art gallery and this art gallery was on a space station and she was undercover looking for a thief. And I woke up from this dream and I thought, wow, that would be a fun story. And actually in my dream, there's a confrontation between her and a guest at the art gallery showing who is dressed like James Bond. And um, she's all dressed up and they're kind of flirting, but she's catching the clues that he's probably the thief. And I thought, oh, this is really fun. So I had that kernel of an idea. And I'm like, okay, I want my main character to be investigating something and to be on a space station. And that's what was the spark for my Janie McAllister mystery series. She's a space station investigator. And as I was starting this whole series about seven years ago, I realized, oh, I am really writing a police procedural. She's a legitimate investigator. She works for somebody. I had to figure out what, and I eventually decided who she worked for. And in the four stories I've written, she's hired on as an investigator to this hotel casino space station that is like a, a little city. And that's her job. So she's a legit investigator. And I realized when I was planning the story that I really needed to understand how mysteries were structured and how do I make sure we know we're in a science fiction world without, you know, doing long explainer scenes. So I studied how to integrate setting and all the gadgetry we like and, and high tech science fiction, but also some changes in worldview, some shifts in how humanity is in this story. I've said it only a hundred years in the future, so it's not that far in the future. And I need to think about what are the things that are different from today's world and what are the things that are the same? And then how do I signal to the reader right away, right away, that we are in a science fiction world? When you write a contemporary fiction, you don't need to explain a lot of things because most readers will understand what those are. Setting doesn't need to be explained in as much detail right away as in science fiction, for example. That's one of the best clues to indicate that you're in a, a new setting. One of my favorite TV shows was, spacing on the name, Bounty Hunters in Space, Killjoys. They weren't investigators, they were bounty hunters, and they had to go and find their bounty. So similar idea to mysteries, your characters are on the hunt. And I loved what they were doing with the, the societies and 
the, the tensions in, in the societies there, and then the greater sort of science fiction world. So that was one of my inspirations, I would say, indirectly. And I just enjoy thinking about how things could be in the future. And it's not all utopian. It's not all horrible. It's not dystopian. Somewhere in the middle. And it's incrementally better in many ways than today's world. And, and yet still problems exist. Those are some of the things that inspired me to create Janie McAllister and, and the futuristic world that I created. Another thing that has really inspired me, especially once I got the idea for my space station investigator story, was the space elevator. And so I want to share a little bit with you about the space elevator, what a space elevator is or what it is conceived to be, and a really interesting academic challenge for 2024. So basically, a space elevator is, imagine you could take an elevator from the surface of the Earth up to the weightlessness of space, say, where the International Space Station is. Wouldn't that be amazing? Except it is really hard to build. And one of the things I learned in my research is that you need a very durable, lightweight material to build it. And so in my story, I've decided that it is graphene because that's one of the metals that we think could help us build a space elevator. But there's a lot of technical challenges in building a space elevator. So through my research, I found the International Space Elevator Consortium, and they are running an academic challenge in 2024 in conjunction with the National Space Society. They're conducting a student academic challenge on the concept of space elevators, and first prize is 2000 U.S. dollars. And they will also be awarding a total of 7000 U.S. dollars. So this contest is open to individual students or teams of up to four students, and anywhere worldwide. So a little bit more about what is a space elevator. So imagine a lift system that can raise 170,000 metric tons to space every year. That's the equivalent of 8,500 or 8,500 Falcon Heavy launches. And it has no atmospheric pollution. It's essentially a green road to space. It's incredible. We could save a lot on materials and uh, we wouldn't pollute. And it could be a very safe, environmentally friendly, easy, routine way to get up to the edge of space. And then once we're in the weightlessness of space, what could we do? We could launch from there. We could build up there. We could bring robots up to create factories. So space elevators really sparked my imagination and are one of the underpinnings or infrastructure of my world. Now, if you read the first four books in the Janie McAllister mystery series, you will see I mention a space elevator. It's in the background. It's part of the story. But I researched it through this space elevator consortium and then just let my imagination go wild. There's one other element I want to share about what inspires me to write my current sci-fi mystery series, and that is space stations. My series is focused for the most part, on space stations. And this really intrigues me. I think I was inspired by Star Trek and also by Elizabeth Moon's science fiction series. She has two different 
series that exist, uh, I think, in two similar far future worlds where some of the time characters are on space stations. And I was also inspired by a dream I have, like I've already mentioned. And I wrote a book that is still in pieces in the back drawer somewhere, but might get revived one day that I call April's Folly. And in that story, I have my present day main character go to the future with um, the love interest and they go to the space station and they have an adventure. And I just thought space stations were such a great place to look down upon Earth and have some perspective and have some distance and be able to meditate and be able to just gain a new perspective. So those are some of the things that I'm attracted to with the idea of a space station. And so I built uh, a whole world in my futuristic story where there's more than a dozen space stations around planet Earth. There's a few around the moon. In my story, there's science stations out by the outer gas giants like Saturn. They just take my imagination. And so I like dreaming up different kinds of space stations, the ones that might be like a family hotel or one that might be a military training base or one that might be actually like a meditation temple or another one that is a transit station, like a big airport and a lot more. So I'm playing with some of these ideas in my next book, in book five, which will be published. I don't know when exactly. You'll find out when I know. All right, everyone, that's it for this week. If you would like to find out more about my science fiction and fantasy, especially about my Space Station Investigator series, go to author.bethbarani.com, and there you will find all about my fiction. You can also go to any of the online vendors and search my name, Beth Barani, that's B-A-R-A-N-Y, and check out my fiction for some rip-roaring adventures. Yes, rip-roaring adventures. Write long and prosper. <laughs>